Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Dancing itoti muck. Hello, friends. I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. I'm all set up in my studio, aka my room. I'm sitting on my deadly office chair, my lawn chair. I got my can of Red Bull chilling in my cup holder. And I'm ready to get this episode started. What is the episode about? On today's episode, I'm going to talk about the signs that I struggle with on my mental health and how I'm dealing with them. This week's Cree theme is siblings. So stay tuned until the ending segment to hear what Cree word of the week is. Updates. Y'all, it's November 2nd. I had enough to pay for rent and that's deadly. I mean, I may not have enough to pay for bills right now, but once payday comes, they'll be paid for. I really try not to like worry about my finances since I somehow managed to figure it all out, which is pretty deadly. As long as I have my place, I'm good, I'm grateful. But a new month is here. I wish y'all nothing but the best, aka some healing and deadly vibes your way, cause it's that time of the year again. Y'all, this past week, I worked night shifts and I'm I'm getting used to working night shifts cause that's what I want my schedule to be. Anyways, so I worked at this new house this past week and it was so busy I thought it would be like a chill house but nah it was like the other way around like I was always on go mode especially like for night shifts usually it's pretty chill and stuff but I was doing work after another it was crazy like I was just doing anti-duties I had to go pick up kids I had to go drop them off at nighttime during a night shift and I was like worrying about kids as well because they didn't come home had to do some like missing reports so much documentation I had to write up because kids weren't coming home Whew. anyways that was such a busy house but thank gosh I survived them I really was thinking do I really need this job then I'm like got to see it through my boy got to see it through Whew. but for real though it was a struggle well it wasn't a struggle it was just like I didn't have time for breaks. I didn't have time to like go on TikTok or social media just to scroll. I couldn't even finish my cleaning because that's how busy I was. I had to do things that are not part of my nighttime routine. So I had to go out of my way to like leave my duties and responsibilities until I was done these like situations, these emergency things that I had to do. So I was just up all night, no time to just chill, no time to like do my main cleaning and all that stuff. But that's how it was for me. I worked on Thursday night and Friday Friday night, so like till Saturday morning. 
And I was like a little bit iffy because it's a weekend shift kind of thing here. You don't know if kids are going to come home or if they're going to go out and about and do what they got to do. I don't know. I survived it. I think I wouldn't mind trying like a Saturday night shift or a Sunday night. Other than that, I am glad I survived it. Also, this past weekend was chill. I stayed in. I didn't go out at all. Well, I really just have no friends to go out with, so I just stayed my ass home. <laughs> I streamed for like two hours for two nights in a row. Two hours, sorry. I streamed for like four hours for two streams in a row, so two nights in a row. And I stayed up until like four in the morning. I'm like, holy man, I never usually stay up this late, but... I was just lost in stream hey and I was just enjoying the game and all that good stuff. I'm liking it. I'm getting used to the nights anyways. It was like a solid couple hours. I loved it. I even had my TikTok live on. I had like um, a small mirror behind me that's set up and it shows you the reflection of the game. So I was playing Fortnite and just enough reflection to see me play. It wasn't like a full-on screen. You had to watch the full screen on Twitch. But anyways, I had that going. And I had so much comments saying like it was a genius idea to do that. I'm like, you got to do what you got to do, especially if you don't got no PC. Because for TikTok Live Studio, like to game stream on TikTok, you need a PC. They don't accept Apple. It's new. It's new. So that's why. But that's why I do what I do. I'm trying to like promote my Twitch more because I do want to be streaming more. And get like more stream time so that's why i'm doing that for tiktok it was pretty cool because like i have both um communities talking to me and i get to catch up with old people i haven't even talked to in a hell of a long time because i've been lacking on tiktok lives so by doing this it helps me interact with my my main supporters on tiktok then i also get to interact with my twitch supporters they can like hear me how I talk to my TikTok people and all that stuff. It's always a good time when I do that. I enjoy it. This is only like my second time out of this week doing that on TikTok. So I think I'm going to be doing it more just so I can bring my community back and to start doing more TikTok lives because I'm lacking. I'm lacking, but I'm getting back out there. So I'm coming. I'm coming. All right. Time to move on to my main question. How are you healing today? And what I mean by that is, what are you doing to take care of your mental health, either today or from this past week? For me, I'm healing by staying on track. I, t I talk about how I always struggle with procrastination and how I like try climb out of the procrastination wave. I always talk a lot about that. But lately, I've been facing it and getting through it. I have a project I'm dedicated on working on this month. So the month of November is all dedicated to the project that I'm working on. I have due dates every week. So I have a due date coming up on Monday that I have to write something down and get it sent off. After that, I have to hand another thing in. After that, another thing in. So each week, I got a due date that I got to meet. So getting out of this procrastination wave, I guess, prepared me for this project that I'm, we're going to be working on or that I should be working on. 
but I'm glad I'm keeping up with it and being more productive with my time. Sometimes you gotta put the notebook and pen right in front of you and just get started. And that's what I did. I'm also healing by making food for myself. I mentioned before that I struggle with cooking and baking. Sometimes I'll just go a day without eating because I don't know what I want. Or I just don't want to cook for myself. But yesterday, I made myself banana bread. And I didn't know how it was going to turn out. I committed on making it. I even vlogged as well. So that was deadly. I want to start doing more baking because I don't know how to and it would be pretty fun to learn. I feel like I'm in my one of my experimental phases where I want to do baking and I also want to share it with my audience on TikTok so they can see how I bake and we can all learn together and I'll laugh together and all that good stuff because I know how I am. Sometimes I be burning shit or I don't mix things right or I just don't follow the instructions properly. I don't know because I have like instructions in front of me and sometimes it just doesn't turn out how the instructions say unless I'm doing it wrong. I don't know. Anyways, so I'm going to be doing that and I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's a good time to do that to start keeping myself distracted and stuff like that. So I think what's going to keep me accountable like with making food and baking is vlogging it. I'm introducing more vlogs to my platforms and I feel like this is a cool way to, you know, bring that into my TikTok as just showing more of myself and what I want to do. But that's what I'm going to do. I feel like that's going to help. I'm just going to test it out and see what happens. I just want to like fall in love with cooking and baking so I don't have to like starve myself and shit. I mean, I don't intentionally do. Sometimes it just happens and time just goes by so fast. Lastly, I'm healing by meditating. I'm bringing it back. This is one of my good habits I've done before. And it has helped so much. It's just keeping up with it and being consistent with it. Anyway, before this recording, before all the planning... I started to meditate and I was practicing like affirmations and how I like love recording, how I love podcasting, how I love editing and just words come out of me easily and all this stuff. Like I started saying affirmations when I was meditating and an idea just came to me naturally, especially for this week's episode. Usually I don't know what topic I'm going to be talking about each week, but once I started my meditation, an idea came to me. I'm like, oh snap, look at how easy that was. Thank you, creator, for being on my side today. An idea just like came to my mind. I'm like, yo, this is what I'm going to be talking about. And once I opened one of my notebooks, I flipped to a page about like podcast brainstorm ideas. And I seen the topic. I'm like, oh snap, there it is. It's already written out. Now I just got to talk about it. So here we are. Now let me move on to questions. It's that time of the year where we have shorter days, less sunlight, it's starting to get cold, snowy and rainy days. Just at 5.30pm, it started to get dark outside. I'm like, damn, it's really that time of the year. Even all the Christmas content is coming out. I'm starting to see Christmas ads on my feed 
And even in stores, they're playing Christmas music. I'm like, dang, all right. You know, sometimes this also could be a reminder that holidays are coming up. With that, it could start affecting our mental health. And we may not even know it. First question, what are some signs that you struggle with on your mental health? So this is based on my own experience. And if you relate to some of them, And if some of the signs last a while, or for like a long period of time, maybe it can be a good idea to seek help. But these are some of the signs that I struggle with. So I have at least three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine signs that I'm going to share with you all. I was just in like brainstorm mode. I didn't realize it was kind of a lot, but bear with me all. Let's get through it. First sign. Also, it's not in chronological order. It's just mixed up. So like number one, constant crying. Once you wake up, you start crying before you go to bed. Or you could even just be mid-sleeping and all of a sudden you're just crying. That's one sign that I dealt with before where I just couldn't stop crying. I'm like, what the heck? That's one sign that I dealt with. Another one is not looking forward to anything or just having no motivation at all. Like you don't look forward to going to work. You dread going to work or even class, going to school, or just doing your normal duties if you're a parent. You're not looking forward to doing all the duties that you got to do. Or you just like losing all this motivation and just having no energy. I went through that before where I just didn't care to go to anything. Or if I did go to something, I would give minimal energy. I would just go there, be there for like however long I want then bail out right away. But I just had no energy to like interact, to be social. I just wanted to be alone and not bothered another sign is not eating or having no appetite y'all when we're really going through it you just have no appetite on things i remember when i was going through a breakup i couldn't eat i you know i go days without eating or i just like have sips of a liquid and i'd be okay for the rest of the day but I just like didn't have enough energy to eat before or nothing looked appealing to me to even eat. Another sign is laundry and dishes start to pile up until you have to do them or until you're ready to do them. Another sign is forcing yourself to smile and putting a mask on. This is probably relatable to most of the people. But when you're really going through it, you put that fake smile on, you put that mask on because you don't want to show what you're actually going through. Once I leave my house, I'll put that mask on when I go through shit. I'll pretend to smile, but you know, on the inside, I'm not feeling the greatest. I just want to cry. I just want to not do this shit. Another sign is feeling that you're not good enough. This is like a type of self-sabotage. 
where you have those thoughts of just not being good enough. And they just start constantly flowing in and you just start questioning everything or just overthink it. Another one is numbing the pain with substances or alcohol. For me, I didn't want to feel my shit, so I would turn to alcohol. I want to numb my pain, so that's what I relied on. Lack of sleep or sleeping too much. For me, I used to be so tired all the time. Even after having a good amount of sleep, I'll have like 8 hours or 10 hours, and I'd always still be tired all the time. It came to a point where I had to go to the doctor because I was always tired. I was like, why the heck am I so tired? Then it just never really clicked to me until afterwards. Before I went to the doctor, I asked my mom if I had like a history of low iron because that could be why I was tired. She said I used to be anemic when I was a kid. Maybe that could be that could affect me as an adult. So I went to the doctor, got tested out. I was a little bit low on iron, but I wasn't like anemic and stuff like that. So I went through all that and just like to come to realization, it wasn't just because I wasn't tired and all that shit. It was because I was just working in a toxic environment that affected my mental health, where it gotten so bad that I was so tired all the time, even though I had a decent amount of sleep. It was the job that affected my mental health. And my last one, feeling alone when you're surrounded by loved ones. This is when I know like I'm struggling, struggling, because if I'm feeling alone being surrounded by loved ones, like I need to get help. I need to reach out. I need to tell people. I need to tell my family or someone close to let them know what's going on. But sometimes it's so hard, hey? I don't want to talk about this shit. It's just better if I ignore it or just move on from it. But the more I suppress it and just keep leaving it, I'm going to eventually explode. So I got to take care of this shit when it all goes down. And those are the signs that I struggled with with, on my mental health. My last question How do you deal with the signs before it gets bad? You know, there were times where I didn't give a shit about anything. I was going through it. You know, I didn't take care of myself. I didn't really care to brush my hair, to shower. I let shit pile up like my laundry, my dishes. My place would be a mess where I had clothes like piled wherever or just thrown around or dishes just chilling wherever. I just got tired of feeling crappy, of dealing with the same thing every day and not getting better. I didn't like how I was feeling and by staying in that same position, that same pattern, was not gonna lead me anywhere or make me feel better. That's where I was tired of it. So I took small steps. Some examples are by eating, taking a couple bites when I had no appetite. I changed my mindset to I'm fueling my body so it can work. Especially like when I had no appetite, I'm fueling up. 
because once you get them nutrients in them protein and all that stuff you're fueling your body to keep it going to keep it working and that's what I changed my mindset to to think like that I started to brush my hair and sometimes I would even style it I used to get some air even if it's just taking the garbage out at least I got some sunlight or just some fresh air I started doing things that I stopped doing. I went to therapy again. I worked on some shit that I haven't even healed from. I never really talked about my long-term relationship breakup. And I finally did to a therapist. Just a couple years later. But I, I dealt with it. I talked it out and I released it. I even talked about the re-victimization and how I was disappointed in my ex-friends. It was hard. I cried and I talked it out. I never talked about it before, but I had that chance, so I did what I could. And it was so hard. You know that feeling of a lump in your throat when talking about shit you don't even want to talk about? Yeah, that feeling I was feeling, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. I don't want to do it anymore just so the lump in the throat could go away. But I pushed myself through it. It went away once I released the shit. And lastly, I started doing some physical activity every other day or a few times in a week. I started to go for a walk. Even if it was just down the block, at least I went for a walk. I start to sit outside more to enjoy the sun or just to enjoy the weather. Or to, you know, focus on noise. And just focus on what I can listen to, what I can hear. A jump rope. Oh, I love jumping rope. It just, once I started doing it, I just fell in love with it. It's on and off relationship with it. Powwow dancing. I love doing this. It's very good cardio for me. And it's also healing for me. I do it for like my workouts. I don't actually do it yet. Like out in a power circle. Right now I just do it at home for my workouts. And sometimes if I'm lazy. I'm just stretch. Stretch out the body. I'm so used to just sitting. And laying. I barely even stretch my body. So good stretch is needed. And sometimes I'll just try something new and find a video on YouTube that are different workouts or cardio workouts or even dance related. I'll try like different dance moves and try to move my body so it's not as stiff. I don't know. I just find what works for me and I just do it. Or like I'll experiment and see what I can do and what I like and all that stuff. But yeah, that's what I do. In the future, I'll probably do more and like work on whatever else I can include in my life. But this is what I got right now. Alright, moving on to Cree word of the week. So this Cree theme is siblings. I'm excited. Let me shake it up. I'm going to open it. Okay, this week's Cree word of the week is 
Neetisanak. 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 My siblings. Geetisanak. Geetisanak. Your siblings. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but that is Cree word of the week. Neetisanak. My siblings. Geetisanak. Your siblings. Thank you all for making it this far with me. I appreciate it. I hope you all have a good night, good day, good evening. I'll catch you all on the next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.